and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Gunner podcast. It's Monday the 6th of March. I'm your host as always, Jonathan Giles. I'm joined by my weekly guests at this stage, John Mealy, Carl Osborne and Eamon Donnelly. How are you, lads? All good, John. All good, mate. How are you all? Ah, evening, Jonathan. <laughs> evening, Carl. Evening, John. Monday night there. Crossroads doesn't be on. I was watching Opportunity Knox there. <laughs> uh, the clapometer. It's like a test for sexually transmitted diseases there. Uh, I'm making it a girl last year. I got a recipe up. Puskus. And Parlo's really crazy. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm in the middle of making a Hungarian goulash. The French Puskas kind of um, Monday night here, you know? Um, <laughs> so, uh, he was a player, by the way. He could play a bit, Puskas, you know? Just a bit. Just a bit. Yeah. I have to say, yeah. like, if, any, if any of the younger listeners don't know, anybody under the age of 78, um, <laughs> <laughs> have a look at Pus- Have a look at Ferenc Puskas and what's the balance on that boy? He could play. You know, yeah, yeah. He, he kind of looked a bit like Al Capone. <laughs> I thought he was Al Capone. <laughs> um, anyway, good evening, everybody. How are we doing? It's nice to have you, Salon. I hate to see the back of the jacks after that goulash tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. I, I actually, it's actually nice. Uh, I've had it a few times. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So frustrating, dirty. <laughs> Put a sock in it. <laughs> As always, you can catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Spotify, and TikTok and on other um, social media outlets, um, where Martin Stumble, um, who uh, edits the show superbly for us, um, adds daily content and weekly content to the Instagram page. So thanks to Martin, because without him, as always, there wouldn't be a show. Carl, um, over there in the UK, you know the, the way we have Instagram. Have you got Insta ounce? Because you're <laughs> still on imperial measurements over there. The King Henry VIII job, you know? <laughs> It's the pound. It's the pound. You'll never catch on. Anyway. <laughs> As Eamon again rudely interrupts my intro. <laughs> um, thanks to our sponsor, clubgolf.co.uk. Uh, use Dub Arsenal 10 for 10% discount, um, where there's all the retro uh, golf polo gear there, including the Bruce Banana range. Um, catch our, on our matches throughout the season in the official Dublin Arsenal supporters bar. The River Bar has been absolutely rocking the last few weeks and all throughout the season. Um, I know you can meet Eamon and John there. I say you both agree, lads, it's been rocking, hasn't it, the last few weeks? Been mental, yeah. The last couple of times I've been in, yes. No, well, it won't be after that announcement that me and John are there. There'll be nobody coming in. <laughs> It's uh, Dublin Arsenal holds here tonight. <laughs> um, I know, Ozzy, before we were coming on, we hope to see you uh, for the Liverpool away game April 9th. So, fingers yeah. crossed you come out alive. And after that, we've <laughs> got convinced little Richard to come over with us as well. <laughs> not, not a singer, but you know, little Richard. <laughs> no, it's, I, I have to say, uh, over the last few weeks, a lot of the US, um, Gunners has been in the club. 
um, it's uh, our own uh, Brian uh, on the WhatsApp group. Uh, we hope to have him on. It's just the time differences kind of being a bit of a thing for him, but he hopes to be on the next week or two. Oh, so fingers crossed we can have him on. <clears throat> um, also, uh, give Beyond the Last Man, our sister podcast presented by Martin. Um, uh, he'll be covering the Women's League Cup final from yesterday. Uh, well done to the Arsenal women's team. Three one winners over uh, Chelsea, uh, especially after going to goal down after the first minute through Sam Kerr. Black Stenius, Little and a Charles OG and our very own Katie McCabe and an absolutely superb game in midfield for us. Um, so well done, Katie. Um, and well done to the Arts of Women's team. First trophy since 2019 and long may, long may the trophies keep coming in, men's and women's. So well done to Jonas Eideval, the coach there. Uh, so listen to that Thursday, that show is. But of course, listen to us first. <laughs> um, Last week's stats, myself and John done a one-two uh, on Thursday. Uh, Forty views, John. Five likes. Really, <laughs> only five. Oh my god! <laughs> well, it was up from three from when uh, three oh, was done really? last. <laughs> it must be them good looks, John. That shaven head look. <laughs> um, the baldy lad, and we have two thousand eight hundred eighty um, subscribers. So we're getting near that 3,000 mark. So hopefully by April, we're hoping to get to touch 3,000. So even just to have from, it'd be two years this month, the podcast started for us with John and myself and Brandon. And we've just, to have nearly 3,000 is just amazing. You know, it started off just as a, just to kill time, Jordan, um, COVID, it's growing week, week on week. So it's, thanks to all the listeners and viewers. Um, and please give any comments that you'd like to see added, any good content you want added, just throw it in the comment box. <clears throat> um, on this week's show, we'll be reviewing our 3-2 home success, um, courtesy of Reese Nansen, um, an absolute belter in the 97 minutes. We'll be previewing this Saturday, or this Sunday, sorry, uh, Premier League clash against Fulham, 2pm on Sky Sports Premier League. And... Um, a brief mention of the uh, Europa League clash on Thursday against Sporting Lisbon. Um, if we kick on into the review of Bournemouth, I know Ozzy is fully recovered. Um, I don't know if his liver's dried out yet, but um, our three-two home success. Um, it looks he's got rid of the hat, so it seems to be okay. Seems to be a new man looking at him. Um, when you really be proud of that mullet. Um, no Turkish delight. Um, it seems so so long away now. Uh, ten seconds we went down through Philip Billing for Bournemouth, and then Senesi scored from the corner. For Bournemouth, they surprised me actually how well they defended and took their chances. To be honest, I thought myself and John were saying it was going to be four or five nil, but how wrong it can be. But the comeback was really good. Um, Party White and of course Reese Nelson, as Andy Gray says, what a hit, son. Um, it was, it was hard to say. It was one of those games where I thought we would have battered Bournemouth, but we've. I suppose it's kind of a wake-up call as well, you know, going down 2-0 and to come back 3-2, the fighting spirit that's, that's been installed in the team through Arteta is really refreshing to see. 
never say die spirits. Um, and again, Zinchenko all over the pitch had a great game. You know, he just seems to pop up everywhere, doesn't he? And I'm I'm re- delighted for Reece Nancy he scored two against Forest Sydney back in October, and to have him to come off the bench and score the winner should give him so much confidence. And hopefully he starts on Thursday against Lisbon, and I can't see why not. Um, the win leaves his top with 63 points, uh, five clear City on 58. Um, Ozzy, I know you were at the match. Looked great atmosphere. It looked like we won the league the way the fans celebrated. What was your view from your seat, which is an excellent seat because I've had it for the West Ham game? Well, what what can we say about it? It was um, the atmosphere was absolutely buzzing. To, to say I, I, I think it's one of the one of the best atmospheres I've had at the Emirates, and I've only just got off uh, cloud nine and recovered from it. To be honest, because yeah, I don't I, I don't think I've stopped smiling watching the, the third goal back. But but look, I think I think if, if if you know if we do end up with a with a title, we will look back at this result. I think it's these it's these games that win you a league, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's when when you when when the chips are down. And it's against you, but I think the result and the atmosphere and I think sort of masked how bad we defended at the start. To be honest, because I think we, you know, that first, that first goal was absolutely terrible. Like we, I've tried watching and trying to work out, and I loved to like the, the, the lads' um, thoughts on the goal. But really, it was um, it was it was a terrible. We were just didn't start it. We? we weren't asleep, and I think when they scored that first goal, I think the ball went in between. Zinni, Martinelli, uh, Gabriel went for it, missed it, Saliba left it, and, and it kind of went, you know, it just, uh, it was a bit of a shock. But I, I don't know about you, like watching it on TV or I know Eamon was there as well, but just watching that watching that game, it felt like one of those games where just everything was going to go against you. I didn't realise just how many shots we had. We had 31 shots in that game, and that and our possession was 81%. And it did, to be honest, it, it just felt like. When I was there, certainly, um, I just felt like the game was just one of those days where we had chance after chance after chance. The amount of shots we hit from distance, um, it was skying it over the bar, and it just felt like one of them. But, um, but yeah, we 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 persevered, and I think I've said before about uh, sort of the character this team has shown. They've done it again um, because I don't think you know last season we'd, we'd have probably got a result out of this, um, and. I'll say again, not knowing how it felt on TV, but two-two, um, and and what was going on with it, what was going on in the game, it felt it felt it felt like a loss, you know. It was like for me, it felt like a loss when I was in there. When that third goal in was just a relief in that stadium because we'd had chance after chance. I think coupled by the fact that we had numerous handball checks on VAR, um, which 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 sort of intensified the atmosphere there as well, and and also the amount of time wasting. Um, and I, was, I didn't want to focus on that too much because it was a fantastic game in the end. But for some of the time wasting by Neto was just unbelievable. And, and we'll talk about it later because I, I don't want to go into that too much. But it just really annoys me how um, a, a goalkeeper can be booked for time wasting and then continue to do it time and time and time and time again. Nothing yeah. gets done. It's, it's been a regular thing at the Emirates this season. But I'm, I'm, I'll get off my soapbox there. But but look, the goals, fantastic. Um, you know, I thought, I thought Bournemouth scored two good goals. Just talking well, I thought that corner was fantastic. Pretty, pretty poor defending, but but he took it really well, and he did. They did impress me. Um, but looking at looking at our goals, you know, I thought Party was a great assist from Emil Smith Rowe. I know Smith Rowe came on. He, I, I didn't think he had. I think he looked unfit, or he certainly, he certainly weren't ready. Um, yeah. Or certainly lack of match fitness, I think. But it's a great cushioned header to Party. 
Ben White's goal didn't get the credit. They never do when they don't hit the back of the net like that, do they? Because it sort of ricocheted off the goalkeeper. But when you watch that replay that goal, it's a fantastic move and, and credit to Reese Nelson. And I'll tell you what, that, that one easy shot from Ben White and I thought he had a great game as well. Yeah. Yeah. But let's talk about that goal. That, that goal in the last minute, it was just Reese Nelson, um, you know, there was talk, would he even been in the squad if Eddie Nketiah was fit? You know, on on the bench, would would he have came on? I don't know, but um, it, you know, Eddie not being there, he came on and he absolutely took his chance. I thought this season is one of these substitutions where one player's changed the, the game for me. He added energy to it. He added something different. Um, I do like Reese Nelson. I've always said said I liked him, but you know, it, it just the way he changed that game um, for me, he was he was dangerous and and in a way, he kind of. They, they were doubling up on Saka, being dangerous, and he kind of added the same sort of threat from his side, and it kind of balanced it up a little bit, give Saka a bit more room. And yeah. I just I just felt that they just couldn't they could handle Saka, but they couldn't handle both of them together. And that's what, you know, they, 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 he had space, and he punished them. And fair play to the lad. Um, he checked, you know, one assist, one goal. Um, fantastic performance from Reese Nelson. But, um, but you know... It, <laughs> There was some real key moments in that from Ramsdale to an awesome save that first half. And 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 I also thought Ben White had a cracking game as well. Um, you know, but but yeah, there you go. I've spoken enough about it, but I'm still on cloud nine about it, still buzzing because can't stop smiling when I see the replays. I'd love <laughs> to know what you guys think about it as well. But overall, um, we got away with it. I think it's three two of it's ball, but yeah, we got a result three points, and that's all that matters, though. Yeah, another 3-2. It reminds the United game where Eddie and Ketty got the winner in the last few moments. Uh, it shows the, how, <clears throat> how we've torn from last season. Um, uh, Hayden and Product as well getting the winner. It can't get any better, really, kind of for Arsenal fans, you know. And um, if, he, if he doesn't stay on in the summer, he'll always be remembered for that strike if that wins is the title. Because I think that's the turning point in the season. That's I think that that win will go down if we do go on to win the league. Is that was the game, um, from a small name manager as Eamon pointed out on WhatsApp. <laughs> Eamon, you were there as well. How did you see the game, Eamon? Well, I was. I was in the clock end for a change. Um, oh, nice. It was a fantastic day. Um, <clears throat> what I say about the first goal is. The Arsenal turned up like the crowd. The crowd were all taking photographs. Yeah. Like, I think it was because we'd done such a good job on Everton in the second half that everybody just expected. We're just going to continue that on and steamroll these guys. And <clears throat> we were all kind of, yeah, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> like, Gabriel was asleep, Saliba was asleep, and Party was asleep for the first goal. But look, you can understand that it's nine seconds. You know, you do not expect Bournemouth to come in and go on a very ag- aggressive punch after nine seconds. Yeah. But that lesson will be learned. I guarantee you, with the manager we have, that will not happen again. Yeah. Right? But the reason why that happened was everybody was kind of saying, let the good times roll. Right? We tried to get back into the game. Um, I think we did okay. Um, how important was that Ramsdale save? I'm telling you, that goal yeah. would have hurt us more than the actual goal they scored because yeah. of the way it happened. 
We were all high up the pitch, trying to do what we do, and they absolutely carved us open, right? And if that had gone in, I think that would have broken our spirits a bit more than the goal that actually went in, in a strange kind of way. And it was a brilliant save because he's gone and lifted it, and he still gets his hand up. It was an absolutely brilliant save. Um, people say that like um, we struggle with the low block, as they call it now. Well, you know, every team that comes to us plays that way. And I have to say to you, when you see it on television, you think we're not doing anything. We are absolutely relentless. Relentless. And it's all very well with that low block. Leicester did it last week. I was at Leicester last week, right? Leicester did it last week. You cannot continue that for 90 minutes. You just can't, you know? And gaps begin to appear and all of that. And Arsenal, because they're coached so well, they don't panic. They just continue do what they do. And it might draw a few groans here and there, be, ah, kick it forward, cross it into the box. They do what they do. And the whole idea is these guys will get stretched too much eventually. They cannot keep that up for 90 minutes. And I, I, I thought, look, particularly from the clock end, because I'm normally sitting in the uh, behind the dugout, you can actually see how relentless we are at pinging the ball across the pitch. Right? And any time that we haven't been successful this season is because we didn't do that quick enough. And I think both John and I have made that point, and Ozzy, you know. Um, I think uh, the second goal that uh, Bournemouth got, the one thing that you wouldn't have seen on television is the reaction of the Arsenal players. While Bournemouth were still celebrating, the ball was down on the halfway line, and we were ready to kick off. And yeah, that was very instructive. Yeah. There was nobody looking around saying it was your fault, it was your fault. Whoa, there was no Bruno Fernandez rat face. Um, I'm gonna kick somebody because of frustration, because it's so frustrating. I won't say that. But <laughs> the the ball was placed on the halfway line, all of the Arsenal players were ready to go. And I I got a sense out of that. Do you know what? Something can still happen here, you know. Um I think. The substitutions were brave. Tommy Yasu, for some reason, was way off the pace. I don't know why, but he was way off the pace. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Ben White, Ben White made such a difference when he came on. The guy has become an absolute stellar wide player, Ben White. Um, he gives so much. Uh, Reese Nelson came on, and that's now. Uh, down on Emil Smith Row, the snap had gone out of his legs. Like he'd have, he was at the plane 60 odd minutes for the first time in a long time. He was, I thought he was quite good when he was on. But Nelson, um, Nelson offered something a bit snappier because Barnwell's legs were gone and Nelson's legs were fresh, right? Um, I think the Ben White goal again, he, as Ozzy said, you'd love to see it rustle the net because they deserved it. Because for a defender, apparently, right, the technique and control and the level-headedness he did to strike that ball the way he did um, was exceptional. And then for the goal itself, um, I have to say hats off to Reese Nelson. 
I was harsh on that boy before, and rightly so, because his attitude wasn't great. He was overweight. He wasn't training hard enough. He went away to fine art. Was it fine art, John? Yeah. 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 First thing they said about him was he wasn't fit. That's a bad state of affairs for an Arsenal player, <laughs> right? To go away to fine art and be told you're not fit. He's come back and he's realised he once was the blue chip player for his age in England. He's got himself really in shape and he is a really good player. And for that goal, he could have whacked out with his right foot, just giving it a welly. But he knew he was going to be blocked down and he shifted it onto his left. And if you look at the technique, right, his left foot is his weaker foot. And anybody who's played football will tell you, if you're going to hit it on the volley with your weaker foot, try and put your body through it. If you look at it again, he put his whole body through that. And it was an incredible strike. And incredible to keep his head the way he did yeah. at that time. He couldn't just whack it with his right foot. Nah, we, we did have done off two all. And you look, you know, it's a point. But he didn't do that, you know. It was and the atmosphere. Um, the atmosphere when that goal went in. I have not seen anything like that. No. In my all of my days supporting the Arsenal, I have not seen anything like that. I met Carl for a drink afterwards, and. Um, I have to say, I could see that he was going to be so inebriated. <laughs> and still to he was on the way. He was on the way. But the last thing I'm going to say before John comes in is, we now have 63 points. That was our tally two seasons ago. Yeah. With 12 games left. So if anybody wants to know about the trajectory you're on, we're on. Yeah. There's your, there's your gauge, you know? It's an incredible turnaround from last season. Um, it really is from about thirteen defeats over the whole season to three. This, you know, but the all like that eleven is just. Well, we can still possibly finish with fifteen defeats, John. <laughs> Look, the main well, thing is mathematically safe from relegation, though. I was just going to say that, John. Let's <laughs> get the bread and butter done first. We're not what? going down, lads. We are staying up. <laughs> Look, look, just one more thing before John comes in. Look. I said a few weeks ago on this show, if we yes. could cement the top four, then we're on a free hit, right? Yes. And I'm telling you, looking at what's the points tallies, you know, we we we, we could we could almost go in relegation form and get the top four as well. Yeah. So we have a free hit then. Yeah, we have a free hit at Anfield, Henry, because we have a nice cushion there. Yeah. Um. After what he done to United, but the. Uh, the attitude of the United players was disgusting. If I was a fan, I'd be disgusted the way their heads went down after 1-0. They were still in the game and he does completely. Anthony should never play again. His attitude stank, I have to say. No tracking back. When you see our players this season, I tell you, there is one player that's really stood out for me this season, and that's Sinchenko. He's really, he's a different, you know, he's just different breed you know really refreshing to see you know he, he took the game with the scruff of the neck it was his shot actually that got deflected for the corner that led to the winning goal as well you know um but now it really is it's great and uh he's you saw him at the end at, at on the sideline he's just well, i can't wait for him to come back as well 
Um, John, I know, were you in the River Bar Saturday? How did you see the game? No, um, I am. Um, to be brutally honest, I was at a family function on Saturday with my phone beside me, buzzing like crazy. <laughs> um, I did get to see the whole game afterwards. I was out of the car there. Yeah. But um, needless to say, I don't think I'll be invited back to that restaurant when I see that tall girl going. Um, quite literally, politely dragged out with a collar from my good lady girlfriend to stop me singing from not London forever because I was getting right up people's houses at that stage. And I wasn't even drinking. Still, I had to drink me, so come on. Um, yeah, so I got to see the game knowing the score. And I, I, I am so grateful that because we had to watch the show that I think I would have had a heart of it. <laughs> it, was, it was just insane. Um, uh, someone said to me today, if Arsenal had kicked off that match, it would have been a time, I think, home nil. You wouldn't have got that excitement. You wouldn't have got that finish. I think we would have, you know, coasted to a win. We, I, I, bomb at start, as Eamon said, was... I've never seen it before. And the way it worked, I'm, I'm actually surprised they used it against those rather than another team in that relegation battle because they won't get away with that again. So I was actually really surprised they used it against those. And I was really surprised at how lethargic we were. We weren't ready for kickoff. As Eamon said, it cut us all off guard. And so many mistakes, so many people just not switched on. And that's not like Arsenal. Um, if you listen to me and Johnny talking about the Everton game, great second half, played them off the park. Well, we gave away a huge amount of chances. And uh, Ramsey had to be on the ball that night. And thank God he was alive for that opportunity in the middle of the second half. Um, that's one of the best pieces of goalkeeping I've seen in a long, long time. He had the ball coming across. He wasn't going to get to it himself. And he had two bar- two bomber players coming in. Who do I go to? And he... he yeah. He was able to arc his own, so he covered boats. It was incredible, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, yeah, two 0 down in the middle of the second, in the middle of the first half, that could have, as Eamon said, knocked us up and out. Yeah. Um, their second goal, I think that's another training ground move. They're running off the ball, the blocking of defenders. Good goal. Got to give it a good goal. And at that stage, Bournemouth were playing. As hard as they've ever been all season, they were walking like crazy and till they look, it must have felt like Christmas. Yeah. And one thing about this team under their head, I think five or six years ago, Arsenal would have folded. Probably would have lost again till yeah. now. Would, would have got a token goal in injury time to make it 2 one. <laughs> as Johnny said, the difference between Arsenal and Manchester United of this weekend, shocking case. They chew in the towel. They were an absolute disgrace. I watched that game. I, I was shocked at how, yeah, co- was how they did. Yeah, disgusting. Yeah. And as yeah. Eamon says, you didn't see this Arsenal team so on that towel. They rolled their sleeves up and just got back on it. We're going to push this. We're going to pressure them into it. We're going to get back into it. We are not finished. And even after the equaliser, we're not finished. We're going for the win. The pressure, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. And I'm delighted to see a referee that had none that extra time. I mean, the game between Arsenal and Villa was too off. All that time wasting from Martinez. Cut him out in the end. All yeah. the time wasting from Neto. Cut him out in the end. This has to be, you know, this just should be a wake-up call. The goalkeeper, stop wasting time yeah. against Arsenal. The referees are going to add it on. It's not going to get you. Um, the pure resilience of this squad is just amazing. 
Um, as I said, it's a free hit. Top four was the target. Anything else is a bonus. If we won the league, that's an incredible bonus. But um, it's I'm just so glad I didn't watch that live. Honest to Christ. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I don't think you're going to take it. I've seen videos of what the River Bear was like and it went mental, as you can imagine. Um, what it would have been like in the stadium. Oh, dear God. Oh, was that the game when Ash Alvin scored the winner against Barcelona? I don't yeah. think I, I don't think I've ever seen an atmosphere of the Emirates that could come close to that. Bombers. Injury time winner. Last kick of the game. Everything went on, everything that was on the line. <clears throat> oh, Opa, drove you mad, wouldn't it? Oh, my God. Why do we do it? Why do we do it? We do it for days like that. That's why we do it. Yeah, that's why you do it. Absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, but to be absolutely, you know, let's be realistic here. Back to this so many chances we're giving up defensively. We are. Oh, we're playing three at the back. Sanchez an incredible footballer. We're not playing with a left back. We're not playing with a Gilberto or a Vieira or a Petit in front of that back four. It's six attackers, three defenders, and a goalkeeper. And we're leaving ourselves wide open. Um, better teams will punish us. It's a hell of a ride watching it. It's incredible what it works. We pressure teams until they make mistakes. But John, I'm not so sure that we play that way against better teams. I just think that um, he's very much into risk and reward. Uh, no, aim and absolutely know, absolutely a, hell a hell of a ride watching it. Um, it's, it's, I, I'm, I'm 53 in May. I'd like to live to see 54. Honestly, <laughs> 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 God, it's incredible. <laughs> um, it's and that kind of defending will make you grow a whole quickly. Yeah. But um, on on the light of it, I have a goalkeeper like Ramsey who's who's on the ball and <laughs> and can produce. Some that. Turkish, so there's some Turkish lad gone home, um, with orthopedic trouble uh, after I leapt over the seat behind me and just so kind of super. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was just one of those days, you know. Yeah. It just went I, absolutely I, bonkers, you know. Them days just are, left off the seat. <laughs> one of the days are one in a million. And I remember being at Hoybury when we beat United 3-2, the David Flat header. You remember that uh, one? What a header. I do, I do. 83rd minute, like 83rd minute. Yeah. Yeah. My, my glasses flew off. He we was jumping around that long. He <laughs> must have landed down beside the pitch. Um, but until we all calm down, Daddy Wall handed back to me, nothing broken. Thanks be to God. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, they just went. I have no idea where he ended up. And I can only imagine something so similar what I have done. What about David Platt's celebration that day? The yeah. baronet was going up this way in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, I mean, I, I remember the North Bank all mental. And that's looking at the celebrations of the crowd and on the side of the pitch is exactly how it felt. It was um, a perfect. It was a perfect storm, my mate. Honestly, it was a perfect storm because it was, it was all the, the the time wasting, the VAR decisions. It just, it just honestly, it wound yeah. the crowd up, Eamon, didn't it? You felt right. it, and 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 there was um. I think we had six minutes of injury time, and we had, I think they'd pretty much passed, hadn't they? Yeah. Because yeah. I was sitting in a dugout, Arteta 
um, Arsenal for fourth yeah, official. He like said, that. how long? He said, how long? Yeah. How long? He said, two minutes. When he said two minutes, Arteta was going like this to the crowd. Two minutes, come on. Like, we've got yeah. one more attack. Because I think the whole crowd had given up. We had this attack, didn't we? It fizzled yeah. out. John, there's a there's a brilliant feature on Arsenal.com. It's a fast forward injury time, and it shows it's a three minute clip, and it shows just tweets coming in during injury time, and when the goal goes in, it goes to Ian Wright's. Oh, he was watching the game. Oh, he was in oh, the BBC God. studio. Yeah, <laughs> he went absolutely bonkers. You know. Absolutely, but it was brilliant. It's like, uh, refreshing, though, to see that what you just said there, Damon. What an ex pro still feels for Arsenal, you know, of, of the club that he, you know, he's it's, he's more of a fan than he was a player, you know. It's, it's isn't it great yeah. to see? You know, I'll carry that. You look at Carragher and Neville, you look at even Martin Keown, yeah. they all carry that. They all yeah. carry that. Where heard, like when you see him at the women's cup final yesterday, you know, you don't, you know, he, he's. He's he's Arsenal through and through, you know. Like even the move um, when he left Arsenal, he says it wasn't the same. You know, there's something about Arsenal. It's a there's a special bond there between the club, the fans, and the players. You know, you can't recreate. Um, but like for one of your own to score the winner as well, a, a Hayland product, it just makes it even more special, doesn't it? That was that was another thing that was said to me. Those injury time winners, all scored by yeah, by your Eddie, own Eddie. Eddie, obviously, Reese Nelson and Emiliano Martinez all came to Hayland. So- <laughs> John, 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 we've, we've won six points in the yeah. 90 plus minutes since yeah. January. Yeah. Six points. Yeah. Right? Now you think about that. Obviously, we're not going to win the league. Let's, um, let's, all, let's all ring the Samaritans after the show. But obviously, we're not going to win the league. And we're not allowed to talk about that. But listen, I'm going to say something to you now. If you were in the Man City ranks with your smug little hairband as a Jack Grealish and your smug little, you know, schmuggy back, smug face Guardiola and all that type of thing and all that patronising stuff that they do, Arsenal are very good, but we came there and we won. You're kind of beginning to think, these fellas won't go away. They're like Rasputin. <laughs> They're after getting six points. Like, we went up, we went up to the Arsenal and we beat them. And then we screwed up against Nottingham Forest. And what did these guys do? They get two points at the end of the game against Aston Villa. Get another two points there. And that has to get in on people. It has to. And it has to. It has to have two effects. It has to. Obviously, augment our belief. But it has to say to them, these are not going away. No. These are not going away. But look what that City defeat done, Eamon. We've won our last three games. It's injected a fire again. You know, yeah, it's how we respond and how we've responded has shocked Guardiola in particular. I think he never thought that this squad down would last the pace. Against, we had to bounce back, and he did bounce back. Yeah, two 0 down against Bournemouth. We had to, we had to respond, and we did respond. We, we say, there's a bit of character in this squad. There, there is. is. I have to say, Party's really stood up this season. He's he the player. Again. He was good again. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and the, the jacket got coming off the bench is amazing. It, the way he's torn the fans' heads as well. Like, you know, <laughs> he's playing with a smile on his face. Now, taking the captaincy was probably the best thing that, that ever happened to him because he's playing as a leader now without he's the He's still a leader. In that dressing room, he's still yeah. a leader. They yeah. still look at him. 
Make, don't, make, don't make any mistake about that. And, like, it's frightening to think Jesus is coming back now and hopefully he makes the impact that, which, you know, scored more goals, for, you know, because, like, I'm just looking at the goal score, we've scored 59, City of 66, and we've both conceded 25 each. We're only seven behind him now and goals scored, you know. It's... If it, if it does come down to goals, but I, I think there's enough cushion there. But I, like April's the tricky month. There's Chelsea, City, Liverpool, Leeds are fighting for their lives as well. Um, but that's a home game you'd expect to Jonathan, win that. Jonathan, we've moved on from that. There's no tricky, <laughs> no, no, seriously. There's no tricky months anymore. Like, <laughs> we're on a now. watching Bournemouth. No, no, no. no Jonathan, we're, on a, we're no. on a title run in now. Every game is going to be tricky. Every game is going to be tricky. The games I feared against is actually the next two, Fulham and Palace, are the ones I've kind of feared. No, I feared them all. This is the point I'm making to you. I feared them all. Yeah, I suppose, look, you have to take each opposition. You know, you have to respect the opposition and go... What I'm trying to explain to the viewers, right, is that <laughs> is no, seriously, no. Okay. No, what I'm trying to explain is that we're in different territory now. We have the Champions League spots all but nailed. Yeah. We've realised the ambition that we started at the season, and we now have a free hit of the title. Yeah. And you've got 12 games, and the mentality has to be every game now. It's 12 cup finals. Every yeah. one of them. It doesn't matter whether it's Liverpool away, whether it's Leeds at home, whether who's fighting for the life, whether Ken Barnett was not the bollocks out of the It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're, we're now, we're, we're now, we've now got ourselves into the position that, well, that we all said last November, if we could get to the point where we are matching City with their obsession with the Champions League, in and around this time of year, we've got a chance. So as Dave O'Leary would say, as I say, get on with it. <laughs> are we Stop saying it. that, before we, we move on to the Fulham preview, are we saying that we're realistic now that we are title contenders? Absolutely. And yeah. No, no, no. no, 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 no. We've been saying that for weeks, Johnny. What have yeah. you been? What, what cast have you been listening to? Are, are we? Are we? Really well, he's been saying that to L. Well, I still, I still would like a big name manager, but that's for another day. <laughs> I tell you, if he wins, if he wins the league in May, I'm not to become a sports fan. Actually, I let it that out. Actually, <laughs> no. Um, if Ozzy gets a hair transplant and we win the league, I'll die a happy man before my forty bird. <laughs> It's all about the hair on this show, isn't it? Really, is that your best shot? Like, you know, I think uh, it's a disgrace. <laughs> Put a sock in a bird. <laughs> no, it's great to see, though, lads, isn't it? Like, it's great that you know, we never saw this coming 12 months ago from where we, you know, after that Spores game at White Shite Hard Lane, <laughs> you know, it's. The turnaround is, we've seen the documentary how passionate Arteta is with the group of players and like he's weeded out the ones he didn't see part of his plans and uh, 
it's just I have to say it is. I I I've criticised him now and put hands hand on heart now. I've criticised him and maybe unfairly because he wasn't a manager that you thought would have came in. You know, I was expecting a, a manager everyone would have recognised, but like to take a gamble on him. I, think, um, I suppose. What, I suppose as he, what he's learned from Guardiola has really it has helped him, hasn't it? You know. Yeah. Don't don't it, underestimate how important that documentary was as well. You know. I know we laughed about it at the time, but the connection that got between fans and fans and the club. Absolutely. I think. I think that. Yeah. You, you know. I, I was a bit. You know. A bit dubious of that when it first came out and how it was going to be edited, but. <laughs> You know, for Arteta's vision and and to get that connection with the fans, like that documentary was massive. I think we we all we all warmed to him. We understood what he was about for players as well. Um, uh, and, I was I trying to think that came close to the top four. You know, a young side, and you know, had a couple of years finishing eight. You know, yeah, we, yeah. we saw something last season on the pitch, and obviously yeah. the documentary showed you something off the pitch, yeah. and it just happened to coincide, and it just grabbed people's attention. And it just showed you, for me, like as, as moments in that documentary, and we're going over old ground here, but that showed how much the fans meant to the players as well. And I think that you can see that in the atmosphere. And when they need us sometimes, we, you know, at the Emirates, to, to, after we concede a goal, there's no moaning, there's no grumbling. Like you say, like Eamon said, they're all, they're all ready to kick off again. But the fans are up, the fans are up off their seat where, where, where I was, singing Arsenal songs, you know. I've, yeah. it's, it's It's... It's, it's nuts, like, and I don't know as an away fan what that must feel like. You've just well, got a goal, and we're not we're not taking it yeah. down, you know. But be, before you move on to the Fulham game, like what, I got back a couple of years to when I was kind of saying to people, "Be patient with Arteta." I'm gonna tell you why. I looked at the way he played his football, right, and he wasn't the Steven Gerrard, Roy of the Rovers. Steven Gerrard tactically hadn't got a clue. He was just brilliant. Right, he could get up and down, he could do everything, but he could never control the tempo of a game. Arteta was a tempo player, he wasn't as talented as a lot of guys. And guys like that tend to make better managers if they have the personality for it because they have a deep understanding of the game. And my view about Arteta was the way he poured himself into Arsenal as a player, there was never going to be a doubt about his credential in terms of his love for the club. The way he played football, his intelligence, right, there was never going to be a doubt about his understanding of the game. The only question mark then would be, how do you manage people, right? And he seems to be able to do that. And he surrounded himself with good coaching staff. Absolutely. You know, and that in itself is very humble because you get some people who don't surround themselves with good coaching staff because they think they can do everything and they can't. And but yeah, he takes everything on board, yeah. So so just to finish, I I always said that he is going to become a great manager. Why wouldn't he become one with us if we just give him patience and time? And I think that that apple has begun to kind of really, really blossom on the tree, you know? And um, you know, I think it's it, it it's a brilliant story for for the Arsenal, because I remember how choked he was when he had to retire. Yeah. And I read Ars blog the other day um, saying that, do you remember when he retired? He could have played on for another season or two and been an imposter, but he knew he couldn't do it because he seeks perfection. Yeah. You know? And he hung up his boots, 
you know, when, when he probably could have gone to, you know, Palace or whatever, and that's no disrespect to Palace, he probably could have played another year or two, but he knew, I'm not fooling anybody here now. My body is gone. I'm done, you know. Oh. That's a sign of a true pro as well, yeah. yeah. You're not hanging on for another payday. You want to go away with your head held high. I, I remember that season, I think it was 2012, he scored the 1-0 against City. Did that that yeah. rocket was shot. And there was another game, I think it was actually 12, uh, 11 years this month, actually. He scored a cracker of a free kick against Villa. It was the day Stylian Petrov actually was diagnosed with... Um, I think it was testicular cancer at the time. Uh, but he earned a, a free kick against, was given actually in goal. And there was a good few standout moments. He was coming to, like, he was at the back end of his career. But he really, when he did play for Ursula he, he he came in, what was it, a season or two he lasted? But he was really, you could see the difference. Five years. Five years, was he? Yeah, he's, he's, he, he came to us at the age of 29. And he played five years for us, you know. Was yeah. it five? Yeah, I didn't think it was that long. Because yeah. he came in with that group of signings on the last day to transfer. Yeah, the soccer, Santos and uh, and Arteta. Yeah. yeah, and Ben and Oh yeah, signed within a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's right. I Actually, think we have to be enrolled over eight two at um. Up that's, in, right. Uh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, somewhere yeah. up in England. I don't know where it was. Yeah. yeah, look, hats off to our yeah. for, the, for the job he's done in such a short space of time, and to be given the chance, as Eamon said, is a, is a big thing, you know, unproven at the time as well. Yeah, um, your man of the match, lads. I said, you was he from um Saturday? Who was your man of the match? Yeah, man of the match for me, I'm gonna go the obvious choice, Reese Nelson, just how he changed the game one goal, one assist. Um, yeah, well, well done to that lad, but no, he's fantastic, Eamon. Reese White. <laughs> I can't separate. No, I cannot separate. They both changed the game, though, didn't they? I cannot I... separate the two of them. They That's both a... changed oh, yeah. the game. Uh, so I'm going to have to go um, with Ben White and Reese Nelson. They changed everything. Ben White was incredible. He was. Again. Yeah, yeah again, yeah. An impact sub, yeah. Um, John, you're a man of the match? From um, what you saw? The goalkeeper. I, yeah, I just get job. past that day. and you know he's he's been doing it all season. So uh, man of the match, Ramsey. Ramsey, yeah. I, I'm going to give it to um, Reese Nelson as well, just for the impact he had off the bench and terrorising Adam Smith down that side as well. <laughs> yeah. Now, fair play to him. Uh, I have to say, I was really impressed with him against Forest at the end of October when he scored a brace, and again he was given a chance and he took it. You know, so hats off. Um, we go on to the preview of Fulham on this coming Sunday, uh, two o'clock kickoff on um, Sky Sports Premier League. Another big one away. Uh, I don't know at the moment what the score is of the one on uh, half time. Yeah, but if I was winning three one. Sorry, that's the big game. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. Come on, I, I, I have to. I have to do a double. A double I, no, I, ha, I have to do a double chill here. We are bows, bows. <laughs> Always believe in cut Zinchenko. Whoa. <laughs> I like that actually. Yeah. Yeah. We must start singing that at the Ursa games. <laughs> give me a B. <laughs> um I'll give you a B in your bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of Aiming again on another show. <laughs> um of course we won two one back in August against Fulham at home. Uh, Mitrovic got the opener 
and Odegaard and Gabriel got the winning goals for us that day. Um, Fulham have actually surprised me how well they've done under Marco Silva. Their transfer policy has been really good. They've brought in a really good signings. Um, Weird Leno in particular, uh, who I always admired as Arsenal. He's just unlucky that he got stuck up against Ramsdale. And Will Ayan, who uh, became really from a music sensation to a brilliant Brazilian footballer. He's really shed that weight loss. That that's that's really worked wonders from that goulash that he's had as not to be at least three or four inches off. Um no really good pro he, he he ended his contract with us when he knew, you know, when it was time to go. So I have to say hats off to William. He's he, he looks a different player under uh, Marco Silva uh, uh, I have to say. Um their signings have been really good though. Uh, Bowen Morty, I think, is um, Marco Silva's assistant. Um, they've been good at home at Craven Cottage, and I think I'd probably go. I'm going to go for a, a one-all draw here. I think this is going to be a tough game for us. I think fundamental matches on the day. I'll start with you, John. How do you see this one going? Uh, back that that game was tough. That that's the yeah. game we played early in the season. That was a really tough game. They lay down a marker for what they're capable of. We're going to beat them. We have to be at our best. That's genuinely what I what I believe. Um, Mala, what's what's his name? Milosevic, the goal, the striker. Milosevic. Sorry, uh, he is a handful. He is a handful, and he will give Saliba and Gabriel plenty, of, plenty to uh, take about and plenty to walk on. Um, but we play a game. We press out. We make. We force mistakes. We make the other team walk hard. Oh, I don't expect it to be easy. Um, but after the heart attack football of this weekend, maybe a nice, easy, pain-free, stress-free, one ill win to the Arsenal, all-skill result would be absolutely ideal. To wash down a few beers, <laughs> chill out and relax. A nice <laughs> afternoon, and yeah, you know, no histrionics, no need for a defibrillator, none of that, no need to have oxygen tanks on standby, um, just a nice, comfortable... One hill win would be, you know, just what the doctor ordered. Thanks. Can you arrange that, please? Really <laughs> we'll, 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 leave, we'll forward that to uh, our Teta after the show. <laughs> yeah, he said it. Thank you. <laughs> um, I think the last time we played Fulham at Craven Cottage, I think, was when Ramsdale had that audacious back flick, wasn't it, for the goal? That was the name of there. <laughs> Were you there for that game? Yeah. yeah. yeah for that, game. that was right in the way, fans, and wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Again, that first half. They gave us enough to think about. It was only one all at half time. We blew them away in the second half. Oh, not not only were we there for that game, but um, John and Kate Ryan deserted me and left me in Victoria on my own. (laughs) Watching Liverpool and Man City uh, because they had an early flight on the Sunday. (laughs) A reasonable time. We got home at a reasonable time. Eamon, how do you see this going? It's, it's all, they're, as you as as you agreed earlier, their transfer policy's been really good, hasn't it? They've signed. Uh, having a clue, Bill. Um, <laughs> now you see, as Paul Gascoigne said, I don't make predictions and I never will. Right? Um, uh, I hate I hate doing this because yeah. I'm a bloody Jonah, right? But I'm going to. <laughs> If nobody's listening, it's like the Sesame Street. Everybody <laughs> want to buy a Z. I think we win 2 1. Oh, okay. I'm, I think you can score against Fulham and they can score against you. Yeah. So I don't I don't see that 1 0 result. I really don't. Thanks, I, I, 
they, they don't, don't see it happening though. They don't they they don't play defensive football. They no. play. Right? Now, so did Leicester. And I was at Leicester and I couldn't believe that Leicester set up the way they did. And if Fulham set up the way they did, well then you're looking at can we break them down and all that. I just think that Fulham are a bit more on the front foot than Leicester. They're, they're looking for a Europa League place. Um, and I think they'll fancy themselves, which my suit does, to be honest with you. I think the pressure of us playing at home was there for all to see against everything in the first half, against Bournemouth in the first half. And we might be slightly liberated. It depends on what we do on Thursday night as well. Um, you know, there's all that to consider. Yeah, but I think... Yeah, yeah. You know, we're looking at somewhere between 12 and 20 games left in the season. It's time to energise ourselves and go up there and boss the game and do what we do. So if we do that, and if the attitude is right, John, you always say that. If we do that and earn the right to play football and the attitude is right, we're capable of getting a 2-1 win. So I predict 5-0 for Fulham. <laughs> I think as well, lads. I think the first goal could be a crucial one as well. You know, um, and there's a lad that plays for Fulham, and he's had a good few weeks. Uh, Solomon is his name, and he, you know he seems to be a bit of a baller as well. Um, Ozzy, how do you see the game going at the cottage? Yeah, I think it's going to be tight. They're they're, they're a well coached side. Um, you know, I've got to be respectful for Fulham because they do things right as well. Yeah, me and Eamon were joking about transfer policies at the weekend, weren't we? With Chelsea, did you say ten pound? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I used to call Chelsea CSKA Fulham. <laughs> we were sort of to an auction. If you just say it's yeah, it's just shouting, they just sit there in the wings, <laughs> silly, silly bids in. But um, no, look, I, I respect Chelsea. Uh, I respect Fulham. Um, I should say because they, they've done things right in the transfer market. They've, they've signed some good players. They're well coached. Um, I think it's going to be tough. Um, I, I was borderline one all. I was nearly jolly. But I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal. I'm going to go 2-1 Arsenal. Stay positive. Um, but defence need to up their game, though. Um, certainly certainly against Mitrovic. Oh, yeah, like Pereira playing for him as well. I know he's, he's quite, quite nifty as well. So, yeah, I think, um, yeah, no, um, 2-1. And I hope, we, um, I hope we get a result we need. But, yeah, keep that momentum going. But I so, say, big game, depending on what happens Thursday as well. I think the side selection we're getting... We picked up a few niggles. We didn't talk about the Trossard injury. That's yeah, going yeah. to knock him out for a few weeks as well, um, at least. So, so yeah, we get, we're picking up a few knocks as well. And we just long, long as we get through Thursday night with not many knocks. And um, yeah, I'll, I'll see a few, a few changes on Thursday, but I don't think as many we can make, if I'm honest. So it's a test of the squad, and we'll see how we turn up against Fulham. Well, Carl, isn't it wonderful? I think Trossard's been fantastic since he's come. But isn't yeah, it wonderful yeah. that you'd, you'd kind of say, well, we can put Reese Nelson on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Imagine if, imagine if Mudrick got injured after paying 100 million. Like. Did you say 100 million, Eamon? I'll <laughs> <laughs> double that. That's Ross Sardinsky. He got that. He was there centre-forward. Ross he was there centre-forward. He got that injury barreling back. Yeah, yeah. Then that that when Ramsey Ramsey made that 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 save against against Bournemouth in the twenty second twenty third minute, he was he sprinted back like a gazelle, and that's when the yeah. that's not the name. That's, that's, that's the point of attitude that the players have. Groin. You yeah. know that was their centre forward. Yeah. So um, 
It's refreshing to see. I meant to say that earlier in my in my match analysis. Like, if you look at the Ben White goal, the desire of about three or four guys yeah. to get in to score. Like, I mean, yeah. Reese Nelson actually, in fairness to him, he picked out the guy who was in the best position. But it was like the flying squad. It was like the Red Arrows. Yeah, yeah. You know? You, you said about squad depth as well, actually. Jorginho, um, obviously where I sit, I was right down by the Arsenal bench. And um, he was orchestrating from the sideline. Did you see that? Did you, see him? Yeah. Did you see? Yeah. He was. He was. He was. He was almost like a carbon copy of Arteta from. Yeah. from, from he, that that, that he, man he already is doing. an Arsenal legend to me. He was bossing people this. around left, right, and centre, telling him where to be, and he's. You know what? He reminded me of Arteta. Yeah, exactly. He, he's like yeah. Yeah. On the show last week, he plays like Arteta did. Yeah. You know. Yeah, no, it's a um, good season. We've got some squad depth. Let's see what happens Thursday. I think Thursday's, like I say, like Amos said, I think Thursday's got a big impact on this game as well. Let's keep that momentum going. That's that's all we need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, to be honest, uh, the Europa League uh, wouldn't be too mad on winning, to be honest. Just just go for the Premier League now, I think. Just go for it. You know. No, I, I don't think the Europa League is important, John. One less headache to worry about for the run-in. You know? Because as, as we all agree tonight... You want that headache. You want them games. You want absolutely. What would you prefer, lads? Would you prefer you, you the Premier League over the Europa League? We all... It's there. You've got to go over it. We'd all prefer... The, Jonathan, Jonathan, answer your question. Just calm down now, lads. Right? <laughs> The answer to the question is we all want the Premier League. Every one of us wants the Premier League. But supposing you were to come second in the Premier League and throw away the Europa League. Don't start. And then, and then uh, the fellas like yourself. I don't no, want to on. talk on no, my show. And then the fellas like yourself saying, you need big name managers who win trophies. <laughs> trophies. I'm you wondering if he doesn't win that either I'm trophy. Seeing, I'm seeing a double standard again, and I, I thought I thought you turned that corner. I thought you turned that corner. <laughs> I'm no, not education needs more, yeah, more and more education needs. One of these days, no, it'll unless see. unless he starts delivering Premier League trophies, my head will not be torn. <laughs> <laughs> we are a big club that needs a big name manager, and I just right. hope, I just hope no. it's it. <laughs> and and, and we're, we're all we're all we're all having a laugh and a joke, but we're all glad to report we actually have one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd say that come May twenty eight when Arteta gets the boot. No, look, it's just look, yep. it, 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 look either side of winning. If we don't win either trophy, it's the brand of football and the style of football is refreshing, and yeah. the way he's got the fans back on track, they're excited again. You know. There's an expectation now and there's an atmosphere in the Emirates that we haven't seen since, let's yeah. be honest, since it was even built back in 06. You know, there's a, there, there is that, there's a passion again, you know, and it's great to see, you know, it's great, it really is, it's great to see us back up there challenging because it's been a long time coming. Um, I, don't, I don't know what age you are, Carl. I know you're only in, in your early 30s. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish, right? I wish. Yeah. But, but John, John, John and I would remember the UEFA Cup. If you won the UEFA Cup in the season, it was one of the biggest things. It yeah. really was a European trophy to win. So happen. let's not just let's not just throw the Europa League to the side yet. Now that's a European trophy, you know. 
Yeah. yeah, it's just unfortunate it's not in Dublin because the final's here next year, which is just unfortunate. Yeah, but um, no, yeah, it's true. A, a trophy's a trophy, isn't well, it? Well, we won't be in it. Next year. Well, sure. I'm not saying anything. There's 12 games. We won't, we won't be in it next year for sure. We'll be playing in a different competition. You know? The Europa I think Craig said, didn't he? Champions League finals at Wembley, right? <laughs> no, look, isn't it great, lads, that we're coming back to the Champions Get League football again? And Ozzy's on to get a hair transplant come May. <laughs> the way your war can change in the season. He'll get one when you get a brain transplant, Johnny. Come on. I need a full lobotomy. <laughs> anyway, before we, before we sign off, scores are going well. <laughs> Big name manager, look what's happening to them. Uh, am I not eating? <laughs> I just thought I'd throw it out there. <laughs> Spores, are you listening? <laughs> Four players are having a laugh. <laughs> I love to see misery in them fuckers' faces. <laughs> Getting rid of Matt Doherty. That's what happens, lads. He starts dropping like a stone. <laughs> yeah, he should come back to Bowles. Higher standard. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's brilliant. Look, isn't it, lads? Like, it's just great to see. Two, was it three, two months left of the season and flying high? Brilliant. Um, Say, Kanasinich got the winning goal for Marseille against Rennes for against friends last night. Um, I don't think anyone else really on the lone watch. I think Balligan had a good game for Reims. They're going really well. Uh, a lad that they got a football manager, <laughs> no, nonetheless, and they're being fined seven grand every week because he's no coaching matches. Um, why didn't I think of that earlier? <laughs> um, yeah, we were just saying before we came on air, uh, regards tickets, lads, it's all but... It's, it's it's the golden ticket now, isn't it? It is, yeah. Golden ticket, it is, it's yeah. Like gold. It's like hen's teeth, yeah. The supporters club is literally okay. gone. No, it's kind of Charlie Bucket. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the golden ticket. <laughs> you know, it's hard. They are, they are. Yeah. You know, we're, we're really under pressure, but we're doing our best, you know. Yeah, I'd like to thank Ozzy for getting the... Um, uh, Palace ticket there, and it was gone within minutes. Right, within minutes. <laughs> to click on it, was, it is like that though. It's it's literally yeah. a ticket comes up, then it's gone. Um, it's kind of yeah. hard, me. Yeah, it's um, you gotta take it where you get a chance. I think it was a tough decision to have you on. You broke my heart yesterday when you said that. To me. <laughs> the only thing I'll say to you, uh, DJ. <laughs> the only thing I'll say to you, DJ, is if you ask the club on time, you have a chance. Uh, as I say, you have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't get tickets for Brighton or Wolves, I'm scrapping this whole podcast. <laughs> oh, Jesus. You're definitely not getting tickets now. Leave <laughs> <laughs> your faith, Johnny. To be honest, I think viewers probably say they like to see the back of us. <laughs> um, is there anything else <laughs> football related to Cam Barlow that you'd like mentioned? <laughs> no, no, there's nothing else. No, um, I'd like to dedicate this month. Uh, to the charity Deborah.ie. Um it's where as we were me and John were saying it there in Torsey, um where the skin sadly blisters. I think we all know what you know the so just Deborah.ie is the site for any donations. And also uh this month is the twenty uh, second anniversary of David Rowcastle passing. So um it's, it's hard to believe it's twenty two years. Um it's just when you see that documentary you're writing and all, it kind of brings it back, doesn't it? 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So I thought I'd dedicate this one to um, Rocky. Um, and to win the title would be even sweeter, wouldn't it? Um, it would be. I'd like to thank uh, my guest this week, as always, Ozzy. Big shout out to Daddy Ozzy yeah, as well. <laughs> I say he's proud of that hair transplant. Uh, Eamon, thanks for coming on. <laughs> and John, as always, thanks for yeah. coming back again. Um, our next show is next Monday. So until then, have a good week, lads, and thanks for listening. Come on, thanks, everybody. Take care. Bye. Bye.